He is a senior software engineer at Spend Labs. Apart from that, he also share his knowledge on YouTube channel where he and his team teaches data structures and algorithms to those who are in their early career stage or who wants to shift to programming to be able to cope up with modern day interview process. This is something which will really help all the early career professionals and all those who wanted to be associated with technology or who are passionate about coding. In today's episode, let's learn more about Rajat Agrawal's journey in becoming a senior software engineer and also get his insights on software interviews. Hello, hi there. Welcome to the Guiding Voice podcast series. The Guiding Voice for a Better Future. This podcast is to help professional students, IT employees and entrepreneurs to shape their careers. If you have tuned into our podcast for the first time, you have missed a lot of stuff. But don't worry, all our previous episodes are available on your favorite podcast listening platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Ghana.com, Amazon Music and many more. And not only that, we are also available on YouTube. Just search for The Guiding Voice and subscribe to us. Also, if you have not rated our podcast on Apple, please provide your rating and also leave a positive review because every rating and review will motivate us to bring in more and more useful content to you. And this is your host, Navin Samala, and I have about 18 years of rich and diversified experience in the IT industry. In every episode, we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn some amazing stuff. Also, we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact about the IT world or technology towards the end. So stay tuned till the end. And here is a challenge. You will acquire more knowledge for every minute by listening to TGV or tuning into TGV rather than any other podcast in this case. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today we are going to discuss a topic. Software interviews are not a sprint. And we are pleased to have Rajat part of TGV's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Rajat, welcome to TGV. Thank you, Zambil. All right. So, Rajat, let's get started. Maybe we can begin with your career journey and top three things that have helped you to reach. I started my career journey in 2015, right out of college. I joined Capgemini in that year. Three years I worked there. In that process, I thought about uh, switching from a service-based company to a product-based company in order to upskill myself. With one year of hard work and upskilling myself, I tried and got into TSYS, which is a premium domain company. After acquiring the knowledge in TSYS as to how the product-based company work and how these challenges that come across a pro- developing a product and creating a, a sustainable product for the world to use, I started looking out for a job to upskill more on my front, wherein I find I started looking out for a more difficult adventure for myself, wherein I joined a startup which is called Standlabs, which is also a payment domain company and it deals with uh, commercial cards. So that was all the journey that I had. I switched technologies from Java to Scala now in order to learn more about the technology space as the rapid pace it is growing with. The three things that have held me throughout my journey are first is the ability to learn. Second, along with the job, I was continuously learning DSS and algorithm for each day work also and third thing is my youtube channel the youtube channel provided me a space to give back to the community and also to learn from their reviews 
or their suggestions as to how I can improve on myself. That is a brief introduction about me. Wonderful. I think you have done a lot of research and planned your career or I would say crafted your career very well. And a lot of commonalities like uh, throughout my 18 years of work experience, I've been with a product-based organization, like which means you made a decision to switch from yeah. consulting to product-based. And one other thing is I also started as a Java programmer. Of course, yeah. <laughs> one thing which I couldn't do as you have been doing is continuing on the data structures and algorithms, yeah. which is something very scary area <laughs> for me. All right. And um, also uh, another common factor is about giving back to the community. You are doing it using algorithms made easy. We are doing it through the guiding voice. Yeah. Wonderful. A lot of coincidence. With that, let me move to the next question, Rajat. Why did you propose this topic? Software interviews, not a sprint. Yeah, so that is basically because while interviewing the candidates and while interview, while myself giving the interviews, I feel like people are taking it like it is an exam. What is an exam? Exam is basically what we did in our college time or in school time with the last minute preparations, with no prior experience and with sometimes we lie on our resume too. So it is basically not as simple as what you give in the exam and get the grades out of it. It is basically you telling the person why they are ready to give you the amount or the package that you desire and what they are getting in return. You know, it, it is not it is not a process which can be done an overnight. You cannot mug up the concepts in one night or get an in-depth knowledge in one night and give an interview. It is not a sprint because it takes about two months to prepare for an interview before an actual interview. Like for before even applying for a job, you should be ready for the job. When you apply for a job, you think then you can start getting ready. But if I take my example, I started preparing for Google to give their interview process one year before I was even called for Google. Then after I was rejected in the first attempt, I gave my 100% for the one year whole time and again gave it the shot. And this time, not only Google, I also gave Amazon. It's not in your hand that you get selected or not. You can give your 100%. That is what that matters. So I would say that this topic is the, is the first thing that popped up in my mind when I uh, thought of giving an, a podcast on it, because that is the one thing that people mostly ignore about in the software industry. That they think cracking an interview is, is a very simple task and can be done overnight. So don't take things for granted. Like don't yeah. treat the interviews lightly and don't consider them like an exam. Yeah. Exam. Yeah. I, I love that statement because see exam is something like a one-time activity. Like one time. If you get a certain score, you're done and dusted. But as you rightly mentioned, every interview will be different. The kind of problems that the interview panel is going to ask you will be different from company to company. And you have to be prepared to literally crack any question in the world. And for that, if you mug up concepts, as you said, it is not going to work. All we have to develop is the logical thinking as well as problem solving methodologies. And I think you are teaching those using your YouTube channel as well. So thank you so much for sharing these insights. And in fact, I really loved the, the way you have put up this one. In fact, we have to treat this as a marathon kind of thing okay yeah. wherein you have to first of all get ready to face the interview which itself might take anywhere between two months to one year which you have shared based on yeah. your personal experience wonderful yeah. so with that let me move on to my next question Rajat what are the common mistakes that people do during the interviews the most common mistake that I've seen in people are they listen to answer the question they do not listen to understand the question it's basically the fact that if you're asking me a question i have an answer ready in back of my mind previously and i will just say that 
line by line and won't think about it uh, for a second as to if the context is the right thing or not if i talk about a programming problem the people are more concerned with finding out the solution rather than finding out the ways that why their solution won't work so you should give at least two alternative to particular solution you should have the pros and cons ready with this particular problem the next mistake that the people make are that they do not ask the right question they do not ask what they think should be the right approach they do not question the interviewer whether the approach or the question that he is asking is whether right or not i'm not saying argue with them it's a dialogue communication between two individuals trying to make up a system which can handle the pressure in the real world scenario you cannot just give a simple it's not like a hello world program for the world it will takes much more coding and approach and thinking than you think for a particular problem analysis and every problem is designed to check one or two skills in your particular self and what you have acquired over these years it's a hot topic in software industry where the people are asked about hash map when you ask about hash map and how the complexity of it they will usually say o of 1 but the answer does not stop there the correct answer lies in what the input is and how much input that we are providing it how its hash code and its equals methods are how its hash code and equals methods are overridden how they are written how the values are been distributed equally into the bucket system and then there the answer stop that is the valid answer it is not that you can just mug up that the time complexity is of one and you can stop right there so the bookish knowledge doesn't work in an actual interview some great tips i wish i could get this kind of tips soon after graduation wonderful so i i love this uh, profound statement which says people are listening to answer the question but not understanding the question without understanding the context they are trying to find the solution if we do some deep introspection before you answer maybe some give it a thought probably 30 second to 1 minute analysis then it might give you more clarity and as you rightly mentioned it might be good to see clarity or maybe validate whether your assumption is right with the interviewer and i'll tell you one uh, thing based on the mock interviews that i take as part of some pro bono consulting with certain job agencies and all many times these candidates okay who are attending the interviews they are always in the mindset that i have to crack it okay this is the last job i have or this is the only option that i have that i keep telling them one thing remember for you job is important for companies the candidate is also important it's win win right it's not the case that companies are going to lose talent just like that if you really prove your worth you will get there probably you have to demonstrate your skills okay because in certain situations especially this case study based and all there may be more than one possibility of answer and there is no one only single correct answer as such how you can justify that is going to really demonstrate your logical thinking capability problem solving and how are you going to dissect what is your approach to take that particular problem and all and you have also covered the topics around hash map and all i think so these have to be understood from the basics why did this concept of hash map come into picture when we had hash table when we had this single linked list double linked list queues stacks and all the other stuff why did this concept come into picture and how it has really made the lives easy in terms of storing and retrieving the data because if you understand the basics right then definitely this will become a cakewalk thank you rajat for sharing those mistakes now let's flip the topic and ask about how should someone actually approach the interview preparation especially from the coding perspective because i have gone through your channel and you mentioned a lot about this lead code and all other stuff so i think it will help me also understand and get up to speed 
like you rightly said learn from the basics i always whenever anyone comes to me and asks how do i start i give what path i have followed i'm following this path from 2018 and i'll just share that as well right now start with basics start with the data structure the building blocks if you do not know the building blocks you cannot build a building you need bricks for building a building so start with the basic data structures then move up with solving questions on each of the data structure that you have taken so you can start with few easy ones then few medium and then a little bit of hard so you can get a good grasp on how different data structures come together and solve a particular problem because remember an easy questions deal with one topic medium with two topics and and a hard problem deals with around 3 to 4 topics with included an algorithm which is specifically designed to that particular problem so you need to understand that you need to get a hold on easy problem first and then move to medium don't jump directly on the medium problems that won't take you anywhere it will just create anxiety in you that you are not good enough to solve the particular problems but let me tell you you are good enough if you give your 100% you will sooner or later get to the point where everybody else is not me everybody else there are different platforms where you can try out ample amount of platforms some of them are lead code code chef code forces top coder hacker rank hacker earth and all those have different their uh, mainstream problem solving abilities some are doing hackathons some are giving you problems with monthly basis so i haven't heard about lead code till a google recruiter came to me asking for if i am available for a job interview and she asked me that in order to get to a skill that a google employee has you should be able to do at least two problems in 45 minutes time span two medium problems so that was around in 2018 i gave my first attempt in that since then i'm doing lead code because i find it quite good it has a variety of problems and i am able to test out all my approaches and also there are discussion form where people share their approaches wherein you can learn from others people you need not to be genius in your own you can use someone else genius to get to what you can be you can think like them by doing the problems by understanding the solution that they are shared with you that is the one thing and remember that it will take time for you to reach the place that people are because you are starting now because it is not that it it is a, at birth you get the skill you need to build that over a period of time and if you are in the software industry along with a job you need to get this skills as well so that you do not get obsolete in the near future because we are moving in a fast paced world right now i think uh, all the platform links that rajat has shared are available in the show notes uh, related to lead code code chef top coder hacker and all other things you can just refer to the show notes yeah rajat thanks for sharing those wonderful in, in insights I, i think we have to solve at least two problems in 45 minutes time and for those who wanted to uh, get into this maybe you can start with the easy ones and then move up to the medium and then complex i really love this statement use someone else's genius so that you can think like an expert right and learn from others and that definitely inspires so that others might have already burned their hands and found a smart way of doing things and maybe you can leverage and get smarter wonderful thank you yeah this has been a fantastic conversation so far so with that let me move to the next question how to learn this problem solving in the schools okay in the conventional method like if we were taught mathematics and all but that's all rote learning that happens things might have got better now but holistically problem solving is not just only about mathematical problems right it could be anything how do we approach 
this problem solving and learn the problem solving skills there are ample ways to reach to a destination there is no one correct way first of all so we need to understand that and just by following someone's path if what works for him will work for you that is not the case in the real life world scenario it is not an exam wherein everyone is given the same syllabus and the same set of timing same set of questions it is different for every each of one there are different scenarios so what myself do in order to get sharp at problem solving are i do brain teasers i do puzzles i do sudoku i read a lot of books on related to biography and psychology and everything just to keep myself in a state wherein i am not just thinking in one direction i want to keep my mind open in whenever i'm giving an interview and the more open mind you have it is not that that you just need to learn about software and how these systems work you need to have an open mind related to everything so that you are able to see a problem in a way which someone else might have missed it and foremost thing is since the last one year or two i have been doing one question per day sometimes two three so you need to create a habit in solving the problems you cannot solve a problem in an interview if you are not able to solve it in your leisure time so you need to burn some oil on that front wherein you solve one problem a day that is compulsory you can make that a habit and once you get into that habit of thinking that way you will see that the effect of you solving one problem a day will be seen in your code that you write while you are in the job as well you will be able to think of scenarios which you previously would have missed so that is what i do super i love again one more statement what works for someone may not work for you exam paper in real life will be different for different different people. the yeah. time is also different like even if the paper are same the time will be different someone will be given 2 hours for that particular problem and you will be given 15 minutes max great yeah i concur with you you also mentioned about this brain teasers puzzles and sudoku yeah i'll also share my experience i came across this uh, term called lateral thinking maybe about 8 uh, 9 years ago and it is all about divergent thinking there is a book actually by edward d bono on lateral thinking in case if you haven't read or in in case even if the audience haven't read this it is a must read for everyone who wants to solve the problems and all because uh, the author certainly teaches how to inculcate this divergent thinking process because as uh, you have witnessed in this episode you have been talking about having multiple solutions for a single problem and this is going to really help you find a solution which somebody else might have not answered so far and that will make you stand out from the crowd and i'll also give you one more uh, advice to all the listeners like uh, times of india the concerned city page if you uh, open there is a section called as uh, this mind bender and you'll find a lot of puzzles out there and in addition to that they also publish some rebus puzzles at times so that is something which will enhance our creativity and uh, will help us solve more and more problems in fact in my current organization and previous organizations also have been focusing a lot in terms of developing the talent with this lateral thinking and that will definitely is going to help you stand out from the crowd and you will do wonderful uh, you'll come up with some amazing solutions and that really works so definitely it's a must inculcate habit i would say all right so with that let me move on to my next question rajesh what are the trends in the current interview process like what kind of changes have you seen from based on your experience and what are you witnessing in the market today 
because when we got interviewed for technical positions and all it was two rounds of technical followed by manager followed by hr right then done and dusted but now we're talking about seven rounds of interviews eight rounds of interviews so on and so forth so i really love to understand the current inter- interview process for the technical folks i will share my experience in this as well like i have given an interview two times to switch jobs and the first time i have given an interview and that this time that i have given an interview there's a vast difference like in the three years time span if you can see this much amount of change in an interview process then you can hardly think about what it will be after one year so the thing is the companies are more working towards data structures and algorithm they want a candidate who is able to think of the solutions which other miss they should be able to provide the solution they should be able to provide the loophole in their solution as well and they should be aware of the fact that where this particular solution will fail in a scenario wherein the data that is coming into the system is quite high or it is quite on a very specific side so if you do not find out the conditions or if you do not find out the loophole into the particular problem you will be bound to lag behind the trend has been like two interviews followed by manager and all right now the trend has changed uh, the trend is basically uh, what interview that i have given is i have given four rounds of interview technical and uh, then a managerial there is no hr uh, that has been counted before these five rounds there is initial pre screening also assessment so the whole process is like the first you give the online assessment then you will be contacted by hr who will guide you through the five interview that will take place amazon takes place interview one day five interviews straight it's over and they will give you the result then there is an interview with what google follows is like five interviews span over five days so the trend is basically to judge a person on how he is able to handle pressure so so both the industries both amazon and google have their own ways have their own what we can say own statements or as to why they are doing one day in a row and they are doing five days it is because amazon wants to know how much you are able to cope up in the pressure and google is seeing if a person is not good in one day it might not be his one day so he should be able to give an a fair chance so they both are right in this scenario i would say that right now the industry is looking at people who can give a code which is self tested and should not fail in the basic scenarios or like we had we used to say that it it should not require a qa to test your code it should require a qa to test the whole application because hiring a qa for just a small piece of code is not worth it for the company wow very insightful i love this one like we need to find the loopholes in the solution okay which somebody else has provided because i'll tell you certain uh, scenarios it happened with a popular e-commerce platform i don't want to name the platform okay because this is a public uh, forum so yeah. one of my friends he used to place orders on that popular e-commerce platform once upon a time popular e-commerce platform in india and he cancelled the order okay after the order is placed the next day he used to cancel he got the amount refund but the product was delivered to his home right that's yeah. a because of the loophole in the logic Deliver. right likewise yeah definitely this will make them appear as a stronger candidate if you are able to identify different scenarios and come up with the proper solution which is robust definitely that's going to help wonderful so rajat this has been a fantastic conversation so far but let's add some spice to the episode i would like to ask you a few interesting rapid fire questions wherein you can answer them crisply like two to three words or maximum one phrase yes. if you are ready let's get started 
Okay, wonderful. Thanks for uh, volunteering. Let me move ahead with my first bullet out of the rapid fire. Rajat, can you name a movie that inspired you? Three Idiots. Bang on. I think it's an inspiration to many folks, especially the American character. <laughs> I, I, I resonate with you. Moving on to my next question. Speed or perfection? Perfect speed. Perfect speed. <laughs> awesome. All right. So moving on. What is the hidden talent that no one knows about Rajat? Like some people know that I write poems. So that is the talent. Can you recite one, if possible? <laughs> no, <laughs> not right now. Okay, no worries. All right, let me move on to the next one. What has been a question on your mind for which you never got an answer for? Melody is not chocolatey. But it lost the quality, dude. When I ate it in uh, my childhood versus what it is now, the taste is completely changed. Good, things good. change with the time. But things should change for good. All right, let me fire the last bullet out of the rapid fire. Rajat, I'm really curious. What would you do if you won a billion dollar lottery? A bootstrap startup, for sure. In which domain? I had an idea ready for like technology space and also in the clothing space. So any of the two. Okay, let's let's catch up offline. All right, so that was a fantastic rapid fire and thanks for the spirit and thanks for being so candid. With that, let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for this conversation. So Rajat, what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers? One piece of advice that I would give people is look at people's success as a source of motivation, not as a source of jealousy or the way to belittle yourself that you are not good enough. They had their own hardships. They had their own dilemma, own road, own stones, everything. They had been through their share of failures also and you do not know about that all you see right now is a finished product out from the burning coal mine you need to understand that if you start today also it is not too late to surpass those individuals who you idolize you can surpass your idols by working hard and consistent because even if you reach at the top you need to keep on working to stay at the top if your idol stops working and because he is at the top and you are consistent, you can surpass him. So do not think that you are too late. Just give what you have. Give your 100%. Try to improve yourself each day and sooner or later you will reach there. And always remember in terms of software industry as the topic suggests that the software interviews are not a sprint. They are marathon. So good luck with your future. A lot of profound thoughts out there. And one thing which resonated with me is about things are not as rosy as they appear, right? Everybody has their own hardships. And whatever is seen outside, things may not be the same inside. They had undergone their own set of failures and lot of obstacles to reach there. And that is not seen. And especially we are in this world where success is celebrated. Okay, and failure is treated as a fatal kind of thing. That's why many people refrain from putting, okay, hey, we lost this or we couldn't do this because we, we need to focus on that as well. And I'll be very honest with you. Recently, we were shortlisted in the podcast awards, okay, by Hub Hopper, and uh, we, we made it to the finals. But in the jury round, we lost. But that's okay. We learned that we have probably not categorized it properly or at least we started doing some retrospection and find a better way of doing this because this is helping us be better than what we were before yeah. at least on that note i will say that celebrate that you've reached there 
because most people haven't cleared the stage first absolutely that's really a valid statement because i think about 40 50 others have applied in the first round and basis the people choice we were shortlisted to second round and we were showcased as part of the second round okay these are going to undergo the critical jury review and all that itself is a win because we have not been doing this for the last 10 years it's been just 17 months that the journey started that's fine we'll reach there one day so rajat this has been a fabulous conversation thank you so much for joining me today and it was a great topic that you have covered about the software interviews not a sprint and i really loved all the real time examples that you have mentioned and thank you so much for sharing your personal experience with our audience as well and uh, thank you for being part of tgv's journey in shaping the lives and careers of millions across the globe thank you thank you navin it was a pleasure hosting you rajat all right so before we move into the trivia section dear folks here is a request to you if you have loved the episode and found it useful please share with at least 3 of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from this show the more you share the wider we reach and we'll get closer to our mission of reaching 1 million across the globe of course after reaching 1 million we want to reach more millions though thank you so much in advance all right so let's move on to the trivia segment with thought further ado and folks today's trivia is about toyota and here is my question do you know in which year toyotas were first sold in the united states i know you are thinking but let me tell you the answer as per the ritual it is the year 1957 when the toyotas started selling in the united states and since then they have never looked back and in fact toyota is one of my favorite automobile manufacturer from the continuous improvement hat perspective because they have pioneered a lot of concepts related to continuous improvement and they are the pioneers in implementing some of the lean concepts and giving a lot of best practices to the world and one thing that fascinates me about toyota is they are never satisfied they always want to be better and they still capture like millions of ideas from their employees every year and out of which they execute the most feasible ones that's why they have a tagline called quality revolution interesting isn't it thank you so much for listening there is more in store folks stay tuned take care be safe until next time bye bye we are signing off for today see you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest